Hello, and thank you for joining this Tenant Cloud podcast. My name is Chris, and in today's episode, I'm going to be covering how to find a tenant quickly. Now, this is a new episode in our ongoing series on how to find a tenant quickly. And if you haven't listened to the prior episodes, then I highly recommend doing so. There's a lot of valuable information that we have covered already and will continue to cover through the remainder of this series. So be sure to follow and like the podcast and stay tuned for the future episodes as we continue this series. Some of the previous episodes that we have covered are uh, things like being flexible, how to work with real estate agents or locators more efficiently, how to offer great incentives to encourage tenant referrals, creating a high quality rental listing, and being careful about the roadblocks and obstacles that we inadvertently set up in the application process that might deter highly qualified prospective tenants from applying for our rental property. Now, today, we're going to cover uh, one of the core things that really can make a huge difference, especially in a rental market that is slowing down, uh, which is kind of like the market that we're in right now. The number of vacancy rates is increasing on a national basis. That may not be the case in your local market, uh, but it is the general story across the United States is that in general, there is a slight slowdown and the vacancy rates at rental properties has gone up a little bit across the board. So the one thing you can do to help mitigate against any risks associated with a slowing down rental market is keeping a wait list. You have probably heard of a wait list at a, a restaurant or at different events where you can get on a wait list and they'll reach out to you if they have an opening coming up for uh, whatever the event might be or the destination or restaurant might be. And when they reach out to you, they basically say, hey, we had an uh, unexpected cancellation. Just wanted to know if you were still interested in reserving a table or uh, purchasing a ticket for this event or whatever it might be. And with a rental property, it's very similar. Uh, there are a few minor differences, but the concept remains the same. It's that as you have people coming to tour your rental property or expressing interest in your rental property, you may have people who say, hey, I'm interested in a one bed, one bath. And at the time you say, well, I don't have any one bedroom, one bathrooms available right now. Unfortunately, I only have two or three bedrooms and it's out of their price range or they just don't need a second or third bedroom whatever the reason is, and so they continue on their way. Well, that person, you might keep on a wait list. You might say, unfortunately, I don't have anything right now, but I'm certainly happy to reach out to you in the near future. Should I have something come available, I'm happy to take down your name, phone number, email, or just be proactive and say, hey, uh, I see your number is such and such. I appreciate you reaching out. I'll reach out to you if I have something come available, and if you're still interested, I'd love to get you set up uh, with the application process for that rental. And so that's just one of the ways that you can start to keep a wait list. Other ways that you can do it is by on your website, you can have an online form that literally says something along the lines of uh, add your email or phone number or name or basic contact info here in the event that you are interested in any of our rental properties at any point in the future. And you would be surprised how many people may do that depending on your type of rental and how well you market it. And you would keep that on a list, which is your wait list 
of prospective tenants who may be interested in your rental at some point in the future. And you keep them on your mailing list. And every time you have rentals become available, you send out your available rentals on your mailing list. Now you may have people unsubscribe and whatnot, which is fine. But maintaining that wait list in the form of an email list is a great way to continue building a pipeline of prospective renters who may be interested at your property, even if it's not right away, at some point down the road. And so you can facilitate building that email or that wait list uh, through your social media, through your website, and having links available where people can quickly and easily put in their personal information to be contacted at some point in the future about a rental property. The second way that you can do it is, like we just talked about, is using social media. Uh, even a platform like Instagram, where you can only have one link in your profile, you can have a link that basically uh, brings people to a tree of links. And in that tree of links, you can then have the opportunity for people to uh, add themselves to the waitlist. So join waitlist, join my rental waitlist, or whatever you want to define it as, and encourage people to sign up for this waitlist where they get notified anytime you have available rentals for them to rent. Now, of course, there are things that you can use to your strength to build these email lists and these wait lists by, of course, having uh, rental properties that are highly attracted are highly attractive to potential renters in areas where people want to be. They're in high demand areas. Obviously, those things will give you a better chance of building a bigger wait list. But even if you don't necessarily have the best location or the best rental property, doesn't mean that you shouldn't be trying to build a wait list of prospective renters. At many properties that I've worked at over the years, we have even had people who have come in and toured and they like the place, but maybe it just wasn't a good fit at that time. And so we would add them to a wait list. And then down the road, even if it was a year later, we would send out a email or just reach out to them personally and say, hey, you had reached out to us or you had toured a year ago around this time and you, I believe you rented somewhere else, but we just wanted to see if you were still interested in a rental because we've had A, B, and C become available. Um, we'd love to offer that opportunity to you since you were interested previously. And we would actually get a lot of leases by utilizing that strategy. And uh, definitely it's additional work and additional effort, but it can pay off if it is done right and it's used efficiently and uh, it's utilized regularly, especially in a tougher rental market. It certainly becomes worth it if you can squeeze a few extra leases out of that wait list. The other way that you can do it is you can just contact previous applicants. Maybe you had applicants who qualified, but maybe they applied to two or three different places and they ended up getting approved somewhere else or maybe they got approved first somewhere else and they were in a crunch, a time crunch, and they couldn't wait for your application process or whatever it might be. Or maybe you changed your application criteria and maybe people who didn't previously qualify, now they do. And with your new application criteria, you reach back out and say, hey, I know you were interested in this rental property previously and you didn't qualify. 
Uh, however, we've updated our rental criteria and I believe that you might qualify. If you're still interested, we'd love to have you fill out another application and see if we can get you approved for this rental property. So there are a lot of different ways that you can build your wait list for your rental property. Those just are just a handful. Um, of course, there's even more marketing and advertising tactics you can use, such as paid ads, social media, uh, you can run competitions and incentives and things of that nature for getting people to join your wait list in your market. But just something to keep in mind for, especially as a rental market becomes much more competitive and those vacancy rates start to tick up a little bit, you definitely want to have a way to be able to reach out to prior interested prospective tenants to see if they would be interested in your rental property at this point. So hopefully you got some helpful information out of that. We're going to continue this series on how to find a tenant quickly, uh, even in tough rental markets and to help you get tenants into your rental property and keep the cash flow running for your rental property. As always, thank you for tuning in and we'll look forward to seeing you next time.